Breaking the Silence with Dr. Gregory Williams. Dr. Williams is the author of the acclaimed book, Shattered by the Darkness, Putting the Pieces Back Together After Child Abuse. Dr. Williams is on the senior leadership team at Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, Texas. And Dr. Williams travels the United States speaking and training professionals, parents, and victims about the importance of dealing with abuse and personal trauma head-on and not being afraid to break the silence of your own personal pain. Feel free to call in to tonight's show at 888-627-6008 and speak with Dr. Williams and his guests live on air. And now, your host, Dr. Williams. Well, good evening. I am back live from the most beautiful city in the world, Houston, Texas. And those rumors of my demise and death uh, were greatly exaggerated as I made it through what uh, life had thrown at me and all those weeks in the hospital and all those tests. And now I'm trying to endure all those bills <laughs> from the hospitals and the doctors. But, hey, that's what life's all about. But it's good to be back with you live. I want to thank you for all your patience. I want to thank BBS Radio and my son, Curtis, for picking out some awesome reruns uh, in the last four or five weeks. And we have in the next four or five weeks some of the best guests, including tonight, that we've ever had in the few years that we've been on the air. So I'm excited about our guests tonight, but I just wanna thank you all for being with me, uh, for all the emails and the text and and uh, the compassion and the prayers that went out uh, for me while I was kind of down and out. And I won't talk about my health anymore uh, because I'm not looking back on moving forward. And we're gonna talk about the good things that we have coming up in store. And uh, it's gonna be right here every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Uh, Central Time in Houston, Texas. And speaking of Houston, Texas, does it get any better than the Astros? Tell you what, it doesn't. And uh, the Astros are just looking good, looking forward for them going into the championship of the American League Series this week and uh, just taking up whoever they happen to be dealing with then. We don't know who the, the winner of that other side of the division is, but I got to go to the game the other night and that was just a hoot. To be in a stadium full of people screaming and yelling and high-fiving strangers and just celebrating not only uh, the team that we're involved with and and love because it's our, our, our team of our town and our city, but what they stand for and that they had gone through adversity and they're coming back out on top. And uh, when you have a coach like Dusty Baker, it just doesn't seem like uh, there's any place to be but on top because he has been through adversity in his own life and always comes out as a champion. So just great to be part and looking forward to hopefully us winning this coming week's uh, division or the championship series and then going into the World Series uh, the following week. You know, uh, the last couple of weeks I have learned to endure uh, challenges and uh, to not try to run away from challenges. You know, even as a baby, I have some great grandchildren and you, you see them as babies and taking that, that first step. And I remember my three boys and 
of uh, watching them learn how to walk and and they take a step and then they fall. Uh, and they fell more often than they took steps. And learning to do that was the ability to be able to get up and keep trying. Learning to read, same way. It doesn't happen overnight. It's a process that takes place. And, you know, I got a piano back here. And, you know, I didn't learn how to play this uh, overnight. It was a talent of that had to be developed, that had to be worked on, that had to put in some sweat uh, and some dedication in that. And then event, eventually that talent became second nature because you worked it. And, and I remember a few years ago, I was given a, a violin for my birthday and a few uh, months lessons. And I remember putting that violin up and trying it. And I couldn't overcome because you have to be really good to be really bad on a violin. And I ended up giving it up because I didn't find success in it because I thought I could really pick it up as quick as I did uh, the piano. But it took years for me to learn how to play that. And, you know, when you go out in life and you start enduring challenges, how do we respond to them? You know, if you go out in the morning and you look into the parking lot or in your driveway and you have one flat tire, you don't go around and flatten the other three. You look at that challenge and you fix that challenge and you overcome it. You push back. We're champions and we all have the ability. And I want you to hear this because our guest tonight is a champion in his field, in a field that's not an easy field to be in. But he has that belief and with that endurance and that determination. There's no doubt in my mind that he's going to be there and even greater than what he ever dreamed of. But we have that ability to be champions if we will just conquer the, cha the challenges that come to us in our way. But most of the game, a lot of the game, is mental. And I want you to catch this. Though overcoming the challenges in their life isn't the easiest thing to do. No one's ever promised us that life was going to be easy. And my life hasn't been easy, and a lot of yours hasn't either. And I want to let you know that we have to have a mindset to welcome challenges and tackle them head on as they come in to our paths. Challenges, interruptions, to our normally scheduled programming are inevitable. It's going to happen. I wasn't planning on being on my back in the hospital. I wasn't planning on losing uh, over 20 pounds. I wasn't planning on losing half of my blood supply. I wasn't planning on any of that. But just because challenges are uncomfortable doesn't mean that it isn't going to happen. Life happens to us each and every day. And the best thing to do. And the best advice that I have for you right now is to learn to work with the change instead of resisting it. Because in reality, resisting it is futile. And the best version of us sometimes is revealed when things are peeled back away from us. And I meant to grab a tea bag before I came on the air. Because life sometimes is like that tea bag. 
you don't know what it's worth or what it's like until it goes through some hot water. That's what life has done to me since my earliest memory to since this last four to six weeks. And since what I may face tomorrow, you could be in the very same thing. But I want to let you know that we need to face it. You don't become the best straight out of the box. The challenges in life have the ability to bring out our potential and what we are all about. So when things get hard, when things get difficult, remind yourself that it's an opportunity, not just a challenge. And you know, when you have an arrow and you put it in the in the bow, you have to bring that arrow back before you can do anything with it. And a lot of times in life, when we are forced to take those steps back and we are kind of going back and it's going against the pressure, it is really indicating to us that when we get that really back to where we need to be, it can then launch us into a whole different and higher direction, dimension, and destiny for us. So when things take you what you think may be back in life, look at it as an opportunity that it may just shoot you forward and farther and better than what you've ever been. Because challenges are what makes life interesting. But overcoming them is what makes life meaningful. Now, I don't know if you heard that, but that's powerful. The greatest challenge in life is discovering who you are. And the second greatest challenge is being happy with what you saw and what you see. You're never going to be able to control the environment. I'm never going to be able to control when things go bad and right, wrong, sunny, or rain in my life. I'm just not going to be able to control that. But I do get to control the way I react to it. And a lot of people think hard times makes heroes. Hard times don't create heroes. But it's during those hard times when the hero is revealed inside of us. And when we can find that, that makes life worth living. Don't accept the setback. Don't accept the report that you're never going to be anything. You're never going to make it in life. You accept the destiny that has been given to you and the reason that you're on this earth and you keep pushing forward and becoming the champion that I know you can be. And speaking of champions, we have, it is my pleasure to introduce our guest tonight. Cornelius Johnson is the CEO of Slim Strength. How do you describe Slim Strength without um, referring to probably the biggest athletic competitor of his in the world, Nike? Slim Strength 
is the spiritual Nike of this world. Uh, he has apparel, and he has that gift of being able to have a vision of what he wants it to be. And he wants to be an inspiration that when you put on one of his shirts, one of his hoodies, one of his pieces of clothing, that you not just become and feel like a champion, that you're not just only a champion in the person that you are, but you are also guided by an even greater champion. And that's the belief in Jesus Christ. And it is my pleasure to introduce to us for the first time in several weeks, our first live guest back, Cornelius Johnson. My friend, welcome to the program tonight. Good to see you this evening. Hey, you gave me all those big accolades, man. I, I appreciate it, man. I mean, that was a great interpretation of Slim Shrimp. And um, that's what it's really about. You know, Slim Shrimp is um, it's about the inner man. You know, it's oh, really, yeah. it's really uh, I really want people to focus on their inner man more than their outer man. You know, a lot of times when people hear Slim, they, they identify with the stature of a man. And it's not about the stature of, of a man. It's about the inner man, the, that that spirit lives in me, man. You know, that the Holy Spirit, you know, once you accept Christ in your life, he's dwelling inside you. You know, the Holy Spirit is dwelling inside you. So that's where the workout is really at. You know, yes, we are a, uh, we are a workout apparel brand. And that focus is for your temple. The Bible speaks about your temple, you know, taking care of your temple. So we just want people to understand that it's not about the outer man. It's all about the inner man being worked out daily so that we, we can fight this fight, man. We, we need our spirit, man, to be built up so we can fight. And how do you build your spirit, man, up? With the word of God, right? You got to work that. We got to work that spiritual muscle. You know, we go, we go into the gym, the natural gym, and, and, and we want a six pack or we want big arms. We want the big chest. So we do the necessary movement to get those parts bigger, right? So in order for you to get your spirit, man, bigger, you have to build yourself up with the word of God. So Slim Strength is from the inside out. It's not from the outside in. Oh, that's the best way to look at life too anyway, because if we don't have the inside right, no matter what we do on the outside, you, you, I'm sure you, because you're actually probably going to gyms and things of that order in the work, work that you do, you probably see a whole bunch of people that are really fit. Oh, on the man. outside, but when it comes to quality of a person, they're nothing. They're flabby. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that, that is so true. It's just like seeing a house. You ever see a house that looks nice on the outside, but then when you go inside, you see all these problems. But on the outside, it looks so good. But you don't really know what's going on until you go inside. So a lot of these um, individuals who may be in the gym for the wrong reason, you know, uh, vain and you know, they're focusing on their outer man and they're not even focusing on the inner man. They don't even care about what's going on inside. You know, I, I tell people this, when you're, when you're focusing on your inner man, your outer man will benefit from what's going on on the inside. Yeah, that, that Bible verse of seek ye first. Right. The kingdom yeah. of God. Yes, sir. Seek yes, that sir. first and the rest of the stuff will fall into place. But if you Absolutely. take him and put him second, third, fourth, or fifth, or he's not even on our top 10 list, yes, we sir. wonder why we're we're full of stress, anxiety, uh, suicidal, depression, 
and why the world is in the shape that it is. It's time that we humble ourselves and get back on our knees and give it to God. Let him be back in charge. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. uh, You've been on the show before and, uh, some people, this may be their first experience of getting to it and be introduced to you. Um, tell me uh, what caused you to get involved in wanting to create a company that is such a highly competitive country uh, company uh, in, in this field. What motivated you to say, hey, wait, this is what I want to do and this is my purpose in life? So, you know, at a very young age, I, you know, I was intrigued with inventors, you know, um, being creative. You know, I felt like I was always creative, you know, and as I got older, you know, I started to learn about entrepreneurship. I started to learn about business ownership and I always wanted to have a business that gave God the glory. You know, it was Uh important to me that my business was uh, catered around my faith, um, that it was a tool that I could use to share my faith with the world, you know, with others who may not know Christ. And so the the, the, the vision came to me. Uh, it was kind of weird. Uh, I was actually listening to Coach John Thompson Sr. Uh, he's a basketball coach. Um, he used to coach for Georgetown back in the day. One of the best. And he was talking about Richard Hamilton. He got drafted to uh, Detroit. And it was an interview, and he was like, yeah, you know, Richard, he's not that big, he's not that tall, but he got that slim strength. And I'm 6'6", six, six, and, and I'm on the slim side, so I quickly resonated with the word slim strength. I had no idea that it was going to be a sports apparel brand. Literally nine years went by before I got the revelation of slim. 2008, so I heard that word slim strength in 1999. That's when I heard the interview. And he said, you know, Rip, he's not that big, he's not that tall, but he got that slim strip. And I just resonated with the word. Nine years went by. I'm in my quiet time in 2008, and I just kept hearing slim strip. Well, I kept saying slim strip, slim strip. And as clear as I'm talking to you, I heard the spirit of God say, spirit lives in man. And I was like, that's it. That's that's what I want to build my concept around. And we stand on the scripture, 1 Timothy 4 and 8, and it talks about, but bodily exercise profited little, but godliness profited all things for the life now and for the life to come. I'm like, you know what? That's what slim strength is. So First uh, Timothy 4 and 8, that's what slim strength is. It's, the, it's for you to focus on your spiritual man. When you read the Amplified Version, it talks about spiritual training. And, that, and that's what slim strength is all about. So having this business... This is really a ministry, you know. It's a business, but it's, it's a ministry because the whole purpose of Slim Strength is to bring people closer to Christ, to encourage someone who need encouragement, and to give people the opportunity while they're building their temple to be minded, to be reminded that it's not about your outer man, it's about your inner man. That's what Slim Strength Apparel is about, to help you stay conscious that it's not about the outer man. It's all about the inner man being built up. You know, that, that's beautiful. I think sometimes, you know, I have I have a pair of Nike shoes around here someplace, uh, tennis shoes, probably a couple pair of those and, and a Nike T-shirt or two and things. And, you know, but when I wear those shirts and when I wear those shoes, I'm literally promoting a company, right. a brand that I know very little about. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's what, Phil Knight, maybe I'm trying to think oh, of yeah. he's the one that owns that, Phil CEO of it. Um, you know, I know nothing about him personally. 
Uh, and I'm basically, I'm promoting a company that I'm not even aware of. But if I have a slim strength T-shirt on or a hoodie like that new hoodie that you have yeah. on behind your back there uh, on the screen right now, I'm not just promoting a company. I am promoting the creator of the person that created the CEO of that company that created <laughs> everything. So I am promoting Jesus Christ, the yeah. kingdom of God and Absolutely. his righteousness. And I know what he believes in and Absolutely. I know his values and it doesn't get any better than that. I mean, I, I think it's a win-win situation, right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's, a it's a testimony. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, you know, I am Slim Strap. You know, my, you know, a little bit of my testimony, I grew up in foster care. You know, I lived in four foster homes, and I lived in a group home for six years. And so that's a big part of my mission. Uh, we actually give back to this amazing organization. I believe you're a part of, Dr. Gregory, uh, Connect Our Kids. You know, we get part of our proceeds goes to that community to help foster kids. You know, that's, that's very dear to my heart because I know what it's like to grow up not feeling like the champion that you were talking about um, in your opening. You know, for a long time, I didn't have no confidence. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't know what my purpose was in life. You know, I was, I, I was defeated, you know, and most of the defeat came from what I was thinking up here about who I was, you know. So I want everybody to understand that, that we're all slim in the eyes of God. You know, we, we, nobody in this earth can be bigger than God, you know. So slim strength is a way of life. It's not about the, the characteristic or the look or, you know, as what we, we know as slim is someone smaller than someone else. But it's so much more. It's so much more because even if you're a plus size person, you have slim strength because guess what? You activate your slim strength. I guarantee you not only will you be able to uh, walk in your purpose, you'll be able to see clearly and you'll begin to believe what God has for you to change your life. So you can have a healthier life because just because you're slim in the natural doesn't mean you don't have health issues. Believe it or not, I was diagnosed with sleep apnea and I had no idea that I that I was dealing with this. You know, my doctor was like, hey, you know, you don't even meet the, the uh, mold for sleep apnea. But for years, I will wake up to take a nap. That sounds crazy, right? Wake up. I will wake up so tired and I'm drinking all these energy drinks and I'm drinking all these coffee just to just to, you know, have some get up and go, you know? So I had to, you know, mentally overcome that because I'm like, what? Sleep apnea? I always thought it was for a plus-size person. That's something that they dealt with. But no, 2018, you know, the doctor said I was dealing with that challenge. And um, I was like, wow. You know, so that's just, that's just to speak to, hey, just because you're slim in stature doesn't mean that you can't have issues. You know, Absolutely. again, slim is identifying who the slim is, and that's Jesus Christ, the Spirit of God living inside of you. That's wonderful. I'll tell you what, we're going to take our first commercial break, 888-627-6008. I would love to have people call in tonight and ask Cornelius a question, even if you're on the Connect Our Kids uh, committee with us or you know about that uh, organization, which is one of the best organizations in, in the country. Uh, feel free to call us, 888-627-6008, and we will be right back with the second segment with Cornelius Johnson. Don't leave us. Hang right there. We'll be right back.
You know, I tell you what, I have been working on this project for the last couple of years, and we keep promising you that this book was going to come out, but it is now out right now on Kindle edition, and I can't be more excited than I am about this book because it's a perfect timing for what our teenagers, 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds, basically everybody needs, and it's called When the Dark Clouds Come, The Roadmap to Hope. It's available right now on Amazon, on Kindle, and to be available August 16th, uh, actually on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Target, uh, Books A Million, all those sites. And just a few topics that it talks about. Chapter one, you're going to find out how, where you are in life and how to find out how to get where you're going. Chapter eight tells you about how to take control back of your life. Chapter 11 till deals with how you're dealing with anxiety and anger. Chapter 12 goes even deeper into depression. How do you deal with that? Hurt, pain, and suicide. And there's just so many things. I personally believe that every person that's listening to me, every parent, every grandparent, every school teacher, every doctor, every library, every church, every counselor, every minister needs a copy of this book and copies to hand out to the people that are going through some of their own storms of their life. When the dark clouds come, the roadmap to hope. Get this one. I'm proud of this. And this is the one book that I wish I had when I was going through all of that abuse, when I was a child, when I was a teenager. I wish I had that to be able to turn, to be able to learn how to get through my storms to hope. Roadmap to hope when the dark clouds come. Don't miss it. It's on Amazon right now. tell you what the book is doing really well it's it's in the hard copy now and you can get it online uh you pretty well get any place that a book sold uh there for a while we were selling about seven to eight thousand a day of the kindle version uh i think it's down to about 800 to a thousand still a day which is unbelievable uh because um i'm not that good of an author but i i believe that uh there's a need and kids have a need our younger generation is hurting probably more than any generation uh that i've known of in, at least in my lifetime because the adults have left them behind you've kind of said go to your room and play your nintendo your xbox and and leave us alone and get on your phone or whatever uh but if you need something uh anything i can do to help you on this feel free to get this book 
and uh, Shattered by the Darkness next week uh, at, at the uh, Global Picks um, Book Awards. Um, it's going to be, uh, it's received an International Book Award uh, for my uh, first book, and we're going to be talking about that Friday night with that whole uh, abuse conference that we speak at, and it's going to be Thursday and Friday, and it's going to be just a great, a great week. So I invite everybody to, to get online. Global, uh, let's see, Hope Picks Global, uh, the abuse conference. Get on that and learn more about that. Hey, Cornelius, if uh, I'm just going to put you on the spot, what is the um, vision, the mission statement of your company? Is it the First Timothy four eight, or do you have a, a mission statement that you've really developed and thought through and and you use? So what I like to tell people, you know, you know, we are a faith-based sports apparel brand with purpose, and part of our purpose is to give back to the foster care community. Um, so that that's the mission. You know, we definitely want to help that community um, as well as bring people closer to Christ through sports apparel. What what do you feel coming from that world of foster care? I was a foster parent. Matter of fact, lived. Uh, in a foster home with uh, six other teenage boys, uh, with my own boys, uh, and uh, for for several years, and that, that was an experience. Uh, teenage boys, and then we was a foster parent when we got out of the residential home and uh, had our own home, um, and I reached out to try to help. But what did you experience uh, that has got you involved in what Connect Our Kids is doing? And why do you believe in that organization so much that you're giving port, the part of your portion of profit to them? Tell me all about uh, why you think like Connect Our Kids is so important for the foster kids. I mean, man, first of all, they're an organization that's pioneering tech, you know, to find families, build connections and create community for the most vulnerable children like like myself. You know, I can only imagine if this technology was around when I was going through foster care, you know, um, I, you know, I, I like to always say this, you know, I, I wasn't in the worst uh, predicaments or the worst homes, but unfortunately I, I was abused in all the homes that, that I was, that I was in, you know, physically, uh, emotionally, sexually abused, you know, so having a technology like this to be able to not only be innovative, but allow caseworkers and, family members to get on this platform and look up family members or even find loving homes for these children to grow and have an opportunity to thrive in. This is, this is a game changer. You know, child care uh, professionals can get on this platform. Um, you know, it's very interesting. When I met Jessica, she said something to me about, you know, trauma. Even though I went through this, I had no, I did not realize that I had a bunch of trauma that I had to deal with. So it, it, it was, it was almost new to me, but I'm like, how in the world I didn't know that this thing was so deep and I had to do some self-reflection and I finally was able to identify, you know what? Yeah, I, I have had trauma and I didn't even realize it. That's how deep it was. So this, this, this organization to me, is like a, a God sent, you know, something to give foster kids uh, some light, some hope. I just can't imagine what it would have been like if I was able to type in a family member 
that didn't know that I was in this predicament and they could have came to my rescue and could have, you know, gave me an opportunity to grow up with my family. So yeah. connect our kids. Um, you know, I met Jessica through a friend of a mutual friend of ours. You know, I was I was talking about doing some public speaking and I wanted to share my story. And he referred me to Jessica and we've been she's been a big part of my vision with my business ever since the day we met. And that's been about six or seven years ago now. Yeah, and just unbelievable. Well, I'm on those committee meetings and I haven't been on the, the month or two because I've been sick, but uh, it just feels like we've zoomed in with part of our family. Everybody's mm-hmm. so loving and caring and they have that that narrow vision of, hey, this is what we want to get accomplished. And we want to not only connect the kids to their some other family members and, and to get them help there, but now this instructional training video edge technology is going to change the world. I really believe with the information that they're putting together, it's going to be awesome. It's an honor to be on that committee. I mean, I'm definitely excited about the, um, where they're moving into the uh, phase, what they call the connection matters Academy It's just another free tool provided by connect our kids. You know, it's being designed to help kids, you know, like again, is helping kids. They are currently experiencing some of the darkest days in their lives, and it's trauma. You know, it's it's an opportunity for for kids to find family members and and and, and understand that you know what they are loved. You know that they are loved and that they're not forgotten. You know, a lot of kids, unfortunately, they, they get forgotten. You know, they get forgotten, and now that you have the opportunity to be on a platform that's phenomenal. Type in a name and you can literally find a family member. You know, you know, pray for their online with the technology that they, they, they is connected to all the platforms, the LinkedIn's, the, the, the social medias, the Facebook, the Instagram, and find a family member right down the street, five, 30 minutes down the street. That, that's, that's incredible. You yeah. know, I, that's incredible. I remember being in a group home and I would talk to my mom. Uh, like every two years, maybe, you know, I talked to her, talked to her, then two years ago by, don't talk to her. Uh, another two years ago by, I talked to her again, and I could never find my family. I literally remember dialing 411 from the group home telephone. I just dialed 411 and I, and I, and I asked the operator for Hopkins because I knew that was my mother's maiden name. I literally was looking for my mom or my or family member with the last name Hopkins because I knew her maiden name and I couldn't find anybody. I actually found another set of Hopkins. She was a nice lady. She was a really, really nice lady. And she, you know, but she wasn't the Hopkins that I was looking for. So now we have a more, uh, you know, we have a, a stronger system in place to help find family members. And I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. Connect our kids. So I encourage everybody to get online and look them up, uh, support, contribute, help, throw out ideas, anything, but it is a, one of the best organizations that, and it's an honor to be part of that. Cornelius, you just, you just mentioned something I wanted to tap into, if you allow me. Um, when you got out of the foster care system, because you said every home that you was in, you was hurt, traumatized, or abused in, in every situation, maybe not in every home, mm-hmm. but all the ones that you listed from emotional, uh, you know, physical, sexual. How did you get to where you are today 
And when did you have that discover that you had that inside of you to keep plowing through the mud to get to solid ground to finally see the light of the day through a very dark times in your life? How did you do that? Dr. Gregory, faith. Um, God touched me at a very young age. At the age of six, I can remember feeling God in my heart. I didn't understand what it was at the time. But as I got older, matter of fact, 2008 is when God really uh, showed me my purpose. And he spoke to me and said, are you ready to labor so others can reap? So for me, this my story is at the age of six, God was with me the whole time. So it was my faith. It was slim strength. <laughs> it, it was the spirit of God <laughs> that gave me the strength um, to endure. You know, I, and I said, and I said, all my foster homes were, you know, some had some type of trauma. And my last foster home, and this, this, this probably hurt me more than the sexual abuse. And I'm going to tell you why, because I really thought that this foster home accepted me as a as a son. And um, she said, she said something very. I just released this two years ago. That's how, that's how long it stuck with me. And she told me that I did not deserve to call her mother. I was 17 when she said that to me. She told me I do not deserve to call her mother. And I held on to that pain until two years ago. And I was able to release it when I talked with her biological son. I had a conversation and and so much emotion came out because I was so devastated because I really thought that she cared about me as a son. It takes a special person to really accept someone else's child as their very own, right? Because I definitely believe that, you know, if you didn't come from a person, that doesn't mean they can't be a family member because love is love. And if you yeah. genuinely love someone, it, it, it's not going to matter. It is what it is. You know, some kids grow up and not, not know who their mother and father is. I was blessed to know who my mother was and who my father was. Right. But when when this person I thought really loved me told me that I do not deserve to call her mom, it, it crushed me. And I held it all the way into the eight. I'm 48 now to 46 from 17 to 46. I held that I, I held that pain. And I and I'm so glad that I was able to talk with her son and, and, and just tell him, hey, this is how I feel. And before before I could get out five words, I just started bawling. And I'm so glad that I was able to release that because honestly, I didn't know it was that deep. But almost I knew thir- I was- almost thirty years later, mm-hmm. the pain of words. Oh man, still haunted you. Oh man, I mean, because I I mean, man, it's, it, man, it's just, it, it was it was that was that was tough because I really. I mean, this is, this is, I mean, so I met her when I was 13. I met her when I was 13 and I was living in a group home at that time. So she became like a mother figure. I mean, we would go over there for holidays, for the weekends when school was out. And, you know, she was calling me son and, you know, she was taking me to church and doing everything a mother would do. And being that my brother and I, we were older, you know, so it was a little bit more self-sufficient, but Coming from those group homes with that type of abuse, 
Um, I mean, the foster homes to the group home with that type of abuse and then finding someone that, okay, she really accepting us for who we are to tell me you don't deserve to call me mom. And guys, listen, I was a typical teenager. I was the type of kid who needed to get my point across. <laughs> you know, I wasn't a bad kid. I, you know, I'm not just saying I really wasn't. No criminal record, never, you know, got in trouble with the law um, where I spent time in jail. None of that, you know. But when she said that to me, I, I, it just really messed me up. And, it, and I held it for a long time. Does that give you a different perspective on life now, on how you use words uh, with others? Because I, I agree with you. Sometimes it's those things that are said to us that are harder to overcome than those things that were done to us. Uh, I was sexually abused every day. And yeah, it hurt. Uh, but the things that were said before, during, and after that just absolutely cut to the core that I, I keep that that keeps playing in my mind over and over and over. It's hard to get rid of. Yeah, whoever made that sound may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's a lie. Yeah, it <laughs> sure is. That that is not true at all. Yeah. You know, but for me, um, you know, you know, being a father now, uh, what I did, I flipped it. You know, I made an effort to give my kids what I didn't have, words of encouragement. Um I always try to give the words of affirmation, right? Yeah. Um, How many children do you have, Cornelius? Uh, all together, six. Six, six. okay. Boys uh, and girls? Uh, four, four, four boys and two girls. Four boys and two girls. And their so ages my, are? So the oldest girl is 34, twin wow. boy, 30, then a 21-year-old boy, 19-year-old girl, and a baby boy, 18. So my spouse had three kids when I married her. Right. She had kids. Um, there were six-year-old twin boys. They're now 30. 10-year-old girl, she's now 33. And then the three we have together, 21, 19, 18. And I have That's seven grandkids. Oh, there, <laughs> and don't get any better grandkids then, does it? Is that I'm awesome? And see these gray hairs? I'm a, I'm a papa. <laughs> oh, man, I got them, too. I have twos. I just love it. Tell you what, we're going to take our last break. We ran a little long on this segment. But uh, 888-627-6008, and we'll be right back after this very short commercial break with the last segment of uh, Breaking the Silence. Be right back. Hang on. HCI Publishing that brought you the international bestsellers A Child Called It and the Chicken Soup for the Soul series comes the latest book by Dr. Gregory Williams Shattered by the Darkness This book describes the horrific abuse that Dr. Williams suffered at the hands of his father for over 12 years and the damaging effect of keeping everything silent about that abuse for 30 years. If you're looking for that book that you can't put down, then pick up a copy of Shattered by the Darkness by Dr. Gregory Williams at all Barnes & Noble stores, Amazon, and Books A Million. Now, back to Breaking the Silence 
with Dr. Gregory Williams. Welcome back to the last segment here with Cornelius uh, Johnson with Slim Strength Active Wear. And Cornelius, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, get involved in what you're doing, help support you, uh, maybe buy a shirt or two, buy one. This is, this is the new hoodie design that you have behind you, right? I love that. And, and how deliberate was it that you have crosses in almost everything that you have? I mean, that's pretty, that's a conscious decision, correct? Well, we don't have crosses on everything. Um, we do have a lot of a lot of our apparel with First Timothy four and eight as a tag. Uh, this piece right here was this uh, what we call the Slim Strength Cross hoodie. Um, so yeah, we definitely want we repping our repping our faith with this with this item right here. So that was the inspiration behind this. Um, so again, as, as this week gets into uh, the forties, it's going to be in the mid forties this week in the evenings. This would be a perfect uh, item to be able to throw on and go walk uh, outside of Houston. Right. Absolutely. It's a nice fit. It's, it's, it's got some weight to it. Uh, it's dry fit. You know, it's great for either working out in it or just kind of sporting it and wearing it as a fashion piece. Yeah, fantastic. I tell you what, I bought several uh, of your shirts, and there is no doubt it is the best quality that I have seen in a shirt, uh, bar none. I don't think there's anything else out there that has that quality. And I love that it also projects uh, what I believe in and what you believe in and what it stands for. But if they want to get in touch with you, Cornelius, how, how can they do that? Absolutely. So my website is slimstrength.com. Um, I'm on social media, Facebook at Slim Strength Activewear, and on Instagram, Slim Strength underscore Inc. I-N-C, Slim Strength underscore Inc. I'm on LinkedIn, Cornelius Johnson. Cornelius Johnson on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Now, there's a project or something uh, that people can actually help support. Uh what you're doing, I know nothing about this, but I want I want you to tell us because it sounds very intriguing. I'm right. going to get involved, and I, there may be hundreds right. of thousands of people that want to get involved too. What's this all about? And how's the work, Cornelius? I appreciate that. Um, so yes, um, I've been awarded a uh, a long well, not awarded per se, but I'm on this platform called Kiva, and basically they are, they are a crowdfunding platform where uh, they allow people to you know, uh, support small businesses like myself. So my goal is to raise 8500 um, to scale my business for marketing needs, inventory, and branding. Uh, once I, what's great about this, you know, you can lend as little as $25. I think the, the most you can lend is 500 But what's great about this loan, you get the money back. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's a loan. You know, you're not giving it, just giving it. You're going to receive that money back, and it gives me an awesome opportunity to uh, grow my business and continue to grow the scale. Spell the name of the the, uh, the crowdfunding again. I, I didn't catch that. Kiva, K-I-V-A. K-I-V-A. And it's kind That's of a crowdfunding right. thing that we can actually loan money. So, for instance, if, if uh, I just wanted to not donate, but it's kind mm-hmm. of a donation because you can keep – 
that money can keep being redonated, correct? Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. So if I want to do $50 tonight, I, right. I pop it into Kiva and I look up your name or Slim Strength to help the business? The, I'm going to put the link in the chat. Um, oh, that'd be great. I think I just, let me make sure. I think I just put it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. So I just put the link in the chat. So you can just tap on that link. It'll go straight to my page. You'll see a little bit of my story. Uh, you'll see the people that's already donated. Um, and yeah, so it, it, they give you a certain amount of time to reach that goal. So I got about 25 more days to reach that goal. And I'm believing God that I'm going to reach that goal. Uh, you know, I've been getting family and friends to donate. People that I don't know have donated. I think the furthest one I've seen was someone from Europe, maybe. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty pretty big. They have about, I want to say they said 1.6 million people involved on their public platform. So when I started it, I was in what they call the private funding period, where I had to go out and get a certain amount of uh, lenders. And then once I accomplished that goal, I was put on their public their public platform. And I accomplished my goal in one day because I was really determined to get on that public uh, p- platform. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know, we're working on some really, really big, uh, a big contract. I don't know if I got time to share, share on that real quick, but we're working on a really big contract uh, with, a, with a museum in Guyana where um, oh. they need apparel. They need apparel. And a friend of mine called me up. He's from Guyana. He was like, hey, man, we're working on this big project. Are you able to fulfill these orders? And I was like, yes, because my business is set up for wholesale and retail. And so that that's huge. That that one contract, I'm believing God's gonna allow it to go through. It's gonna really be a blessing for the brand to help me scale. But in my efforts now, you know, we're looking to uh, get funded by Kiva so we can pour into our marketing efforts. That's great. And, I, and we have a lot of people that listen in from New Zealand and Australia and all that. So they can get involved right now, too, by just getting Absolutely. on this link. And Absolutely. that link is showing up. I'm looking at it right here uh, on uh, the um, Shattered by the Darkness uh, Facebook page. There's a whole uh, link right there, a little picture of Corey Anelius and a little bit about it goes straight to his page. So if you want to help do that, uh, again, it's not uh, a donation. Uh, it is a a loan, and it can become a one-time loan or a revolving loan. If you find another business on Kiva that you want to help after Cornelius uh, gets back and that comes back to you, you can say, hey, I want that returned, or I want to reinvest it in another organization that you believe in that's, that has the missions. And I can't think of a better way to help uh, believers out uh, than something like this. And everybody has to start out, like I was tar- talking about at the beginning. Uh, you start out walking, stumbling, uh, crawling, <laughs> uh, then trotting, and then running. And sometimes it takes a while to get up to that. And business today is is difficult, uh, especially did COVID hit you hard? Uh, in uh, business-wise? business-wise, yeah. Of course, everything was shut down in twenty. 20- you know, going into 21. However, you know, God allowed me to, to uh, get some partnerships during that time. Uh, I made some adjustments with the brand and coming into 20, uh, 22, this is, has been our most successful year. 22 has been our most successful year as far as financially, you know, but um, we've, we've been able to pray with people at these pop-ups. That's, I mean, that's the meat of it, you know, having those opportunities um, to pray for people and, 
um, to share the vision and the mission and what Slim Strip is really about. You know, we get a lot of good reviews about our mission and what we're standing for and you know our, our relationship with Connect Our Kids and um, everything outside of the apparel because it's really not about the apparel. It's more about the message. So that's, I, I really love that opportunities at the pop-ups when we're able to pray with someone and encourage someone with the word and what we're, and what, what we're doing um, through Slimstrom. So, so the apparel is a tool or a vehicle oh, yeah. that Absolutely. gets you to be able to do what you really want to do Absolutely. and then reach people's lives and hearts. Absolutely. I mean, it's bait. <laughs> yeah. It's bait. You know, you know, it's bait, but you know, I like to tell people, you know, we're a brand, you know, a faith-based brand, but we're not gonna beat you over the head with the word. You know, we believe in merging faith, fitness, and fashion. You know, so with those three elements, someone may connect with the fashion. As believers, we're gonna connect with the faith, or someone may connect with the fitness. You know, when you first look at Slim, you don't know what that S stands for. You know, you don't you don't know what it stands for until you look at the brand and you get more information. You know, so so yeah, we're we're coming out with new pieces. We're coming out with new designs. We're coming out with more statement shirts. You know, did you get that blood shirt? Did I send you that blood shirt? The bottom line, yes. So you know that's so you know that's the flagship statement shirt. Bottom line, only one died. You know that's that's as believers, that's who we stand on. You know that Jesus Christ died for, for our sins. You know, and without that, you know, we, we would be lost, you know, and I, and I thank God for grace and mercy every day, you know, that, um, that, that because of that, I can go, I can go to the throne of grace, oh, you know, because Jesus died for me. And I, and I just want to say, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Amen. You know, I, I think, um, when, if I had to describe you to other people, I would think that your signature line on your email to me is so important. You have CEO and then I believe it's slash servant leader. Yep. I always um, want to give it back to God. I always want that to give it is so powerful. I, I, I always wanted to be CEO. If I was CEO, I'm not for sure if I'd have anything except CEO in big gold letters. But you have <laughs> CEO slash servant leader. You have the heart of serving other people first. And then it'll come back to you later. And that's what Christ exemplified and lived and uh, just showed us throughout his ministry. So I, I appreciate you and your heart. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, doctor. Well, Cornelius, I, uh, I appreciate you being on tonight. Anything that we can ever do. And again, if you want to get on uh, Shattered by the Darkness, the uh, the Kiva uh, tab is right there. The link is, link is right there. Get on there and uh, pop it and help Cornelius out, and then also get on uh, his webpage, and then also get on Connect Our Kids webpage. Uh, some great organizations that we've talked about tonight. Cornelius, thank you so much for uh, being a friend and connecting back up and getting on and being uh, our first live guest uh, in a while here on the program. Yes, sir. Well, I appreciate you, Love you, man. Love you, too. Appreciate it. And we will talk soon. And as I, we, we always like to... Uh, close the program out each and every week and we haven't done this in a while so I'm going to just refresh it in your memory and your minds and hopefully have it right here in the forefront because I'm got a feeling that I'm looking into the eyes of some people that don't know how they're going to get through the evening don't know how they're going to get through this week 
Don't know how you're going to get through what has been handed to you and what you're enduring and you have been enduring. I want to let you know, as long as you have breath, as long as your lungs are still going in and out and that air is going up and down and in and out of your system, I want to let you know. Folks, there's hope. There's hope for you. If you need somebody to talk to, 832-396-6525, it'll ring right here, and I'll answer it and talk to you and uh, help you do what I can to listen and uh, be able to share with you some tips, whatever it takes, but never give up hope. I appreciate Cornelius Johnson being with us tonight. Make sure you support that cause and uh, look him up buy the shirts, tell more people about it, and pass the word on. And until next week, for another live edition, we will invite you to come back 8 o'clock next Sunday night for another edition of Breaking the Silence. God bless you. Have an awesome week. Thank you for being with us. Good night. Thank you for listening to Breaking the Silence with Dr. Gregory Williams. To contact Dr. Williams, dial 832-396-6525 or email him at shatteredbythedarkness at gmail.com. And don't forget to join us each Sunday night at 8 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Pacific on BBS Radio Station 1 for the next episode of Breaking the Silence.